Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff form going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK show. After last Sunday's shit show, <laughs> we come up against one of the informed teams in the NFC and a team that has managed to avoid serious injuries. It is my personal favourite of a team to hate and they are the LA Rams. On tonight's show, I'm joined by Najee Karar, Paul Hope and Connor Charlton. Good evening, guys. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening all. So, Connor, do you want to tell everyone where you're from, how long you've been a Niners fan, and why you chose the 49ers? Uh, yeah, so I got into NFL um, around 2008, 2009, uh, when I was like uh, finishing, uh, uh, going towards the um, finishing high school. Um, but I started following the Niners probably like 2010 time, because... Um, if I remember correctly, Mike Stang, um, uh, no, uh, Mike uh, Singleton, um, was head coach at the time, um, and yeah, I I loved how their play was. I loved the attitude when they were um, uh, having their backs against the, against the wall. And at the time, I loved Alex Smith and how he played. And glad he made the appearance again for Washington. Um, and yeah, I'm from a lovely little town um, in South Wales called Newport. Um, say lovely, it's a it's a it's a tip, but anyway, that's that's all it is. <laughs> and I got more into NFL a couple of years ago when I found out um, our good friend uh, Jay Pablo was also a Niners fan, and um, the puppy he was running um, was a big fan of NFL and. History um, from there. Um, one note for the listeners, uh, if I, I picked up already, is I do have a stutter. Um, so to set the tone for everyone else listening to them to this. That's no problem. We, we've got some fairly uh, good listeners. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Jay Peplo because I was actually going to turn around and say we do have a regular guest who is actually from Newport. Um, yeah. We haven't heard from him for a while. I actually sent him a message today just to make sure he was okay. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to getting Gia back on the podcast this this season um, and to listen to his view of how the season's gone so far. So one more question before we move on. Have you managed to get across to San Francisco for a game? Not yet. Um, me and my dad have been planning for the last like, two years because I'm going to say this with a, with a bitter heart. Uh, my dad's a Rams fan. Um, oh, dear me. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. dear. So... so, so, so. So twice a year it's a fun household. Um but um uh but yeah, no, uh, me and my dad's um have been planning uh, like uh, like talking over it. Um thanks to COVID, we haven't been able, able to plan too much. But he wants to do the whole like West Coast sort of thing. So so spend so spend a few nights in LA, spend a few nights in San Francisco and hopefully at the time of that uh, either team's playing. Um, I don't mind going to the new stadium of LA because it, 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 it does look nice. Yeah. And watch the Rams play. Um, and uh, um, and yeah, and, and that's what we're planning. Um, hopefully, next couple of years, um, get, I get some money uh, saved up for it. But um, but it's definitely in the bucket list for me to go to Levi Stadium and watch and watch the Niners play, and see and see if my dad's literally taking him to the Coliseum and watching the Rams play. 
yeah, I think that'd be a fantastic experience for the, for the both of you. Um, yeah. do, do you know about our tips website, our travel tips? No. So no. the podcast, the podcast is uh, hosted by Podbean, and if you go through to the Podbean link, it, it should take you through to our um, our podcast page, of which one of the one of the pages is called Travel Tips. If you have a read through there, the first season we came back after a break. We did a whole load of travel tips, each different podcast. And at the end of the podcast, okay. I, I wrote them all down and we put them on the website. So there's a load of tips in there. So if you read through that, it'll tell you which areas are good, which ones to stay away from, um, what sites to go and see, where you can get some good food, which bars are really good, that, that type of thing. Um, and it might okay. be worthwhile when you when you plan your trip over there just to have a look at that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I'll um, after this, I'll um, have a look at it. Fantastic. Right on to game day. So we're coming up against the LA Rams, and for me, the key to beating the LA Rams or even staying in pace with the LA Rams is to somehow slow down Aaron Donald. How are we going to do that, Naji? Um, simply the same way I think we've done it uh, twice last year. I think we're just going to need to establish a good run game um, and make him go sideways rather than straight at us. If we get into a game where we have to pass to pass and, and you know score points in a hurry because we're behind, I think that's when he, he shines and he goes free. So I think especially after the last two weeks, getting back to basics, getting back to what we're good at is just going to be uh, the recipe to get us back on track to winning games. Um, yeah, I don't think it's just Aaron Donald. I think um, obviously he's a massive, massive part of what they do. Um, but I think it's going to be also about stopping their offense. They're well, you know, well-old machine. They're really well-coached. I think Sean McVay is taking a really big step this year into, um, you know, the way he's head coaching and offense coordinating the team. And, and on that department, I think that I didn't expect them to win this many games this far in the season. Although all the games they have won have been kind of close and they got blown up by the Bills before they came back. So it, it's not as good as it looks. But I think if we can make them one-dimensional, Exactly the same way we beat them last year in, in the first game. I think think that's the recipe. We bully them, make them uh, fail on fourth down and make them panic and be behind the ball. And and that's what the, the Bills did this year. I think I think we'll we'll have an easy game. But obviously, the way we've been playing is not. Uh, it's, that's just not going to happen. And we're going to have to step up big time uh, on Sunday night again. So, uh, I, you know, I think it's going to it's going to come. Uh, it's going to take a team effort. Um, unfortunately, I know people like to point out uh, Jimmy was bad and, and the O-line is bad and this, but I think it's, it's just going to take 53 players and all of the coaches to get a good game because, boy, do we need it. Um, what do you think, Connor? What do you think the the key matchup on offense is? Um, on offense for our side, um, mm-hmm. uh, especially against um, Aaron Donald, um, because, yes, yeah, I was watching him the last few games. And he's only had... He only had he out of the last five games he um he's made an impact in three of them, and he's and he's seven and he's seven and a half sacks the the season so far, but the times where he couldn't get near the quarterback was when they had two on one, um and they used and they and they either had a extra 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 defender um to um 
uh, to 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 um, bring them in, or they use the tight ends as a blocker uh, to give quarterback more time. Um, but but doing doing wrong. Um, Arnold is as I say, he's probably one of the best defensive players, and he's definitely um, a um, a risk that we need to look at more. Um, same with um, is it Kaiser or Kisser? Um, the the other uh, tackle they got that's got like four sacks this year. Um, I don't know, I can't, I can't, I can't probably, but both of them on their own, uh, both, both of them as, as a unit, um, are definitely a threat, um, against Jimmy. Um, so I think, I think if we are going to go for, as you said, a running game, because I don't know what it is, but they love to play zones in defense, the Rams, um, and they, and they got a big gap open. So if we can move Arnold, uh, Aaron Donald to one side, and give the balls to Mozart or whatever, he can use that gap to kick end downs. Um, and yeah, and and, and as it says now, she literally could pick, pick out the team. Bills literally, Bills were in their face every play, but in both yeah. defense and offense, um, they couldn't get anywhere near uh, um, uh, near any player um, whatsoever. But again, what you said at the moment, with, with our defense especially, we're not obviously taking last week as an example. We didn't seem keen enough for it. So if we, so if we're keen and we're hungry for it, we um and every play we're in their face, we're bullying them, and was being total, total um 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 uh, the the total bad guy of the game. Then there should be no reason why we can compete for the win. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the. Um, they've lost a, a, a linebacker, which I really, really like. I forgot his name now. Um, but I think he made them way better, and, and they still haven't managed to replace him. Um, Do you mean in the off-season? Ogletree? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they've lost Ogletree, but uh, Littleton, Littleton, Corey Littleton. I think vastly yeah. underrated linebacker. Amazing guy, especially in space. And, and you're quite right, Connor. They like to play zone and create havoc in the front with Donald. But... Um, I think that's just perfect for us. That's just perfect for establishing the run. Um, I'm just hoping that Ayuk uh, and Debo can uh, can stifle Jalen Ramsey, who's having a is having a good year. Even though I don't really like the guy, uh, he's he's a good player and he's making plays. Uh, do you think Do you think our receiving corps is up to the task, um, Paul? Good question, Nadji. I mean, I've not seen much of the Rams this year, but. Ahead of tonight, I was looking back over on the two games we played against them last year. It's well documented, obviously. McVeigh was groomed under Shanahan in Washington. Um, and I think Shanahan likes going up against McVeigh. I remember last year, it was when the Robert Salah gift that we all love on the game day thread was created when we beat them <laughs> the 2017, yeah. the first game. And our defence was just unbelievable. We just seemed to know what they were doing. Obviously, last week... I don't want to go down that route. We've seen flashes in Ayuk. Obviously, Debo should be available this week. I just hope that we get the ball to them. I uh, hope we have a bit of fight. And I'm intrigued to see how Shanahan calls the players this week. How does everyone else feel? So, I'm, I'm glad we started off with our offence and we were talking about getting the ball to the receivers. Because the question I've got, and it's, it's not necessarily just about this game, it's about basically the season or a career in general. Do we think Jimmy Garoppolo is the type of quarterback that can actually take a game by the scruff of its neck 
and lead a team, actually win the win the game for the team? I don't think so. I've never seen it. Um, but fortunately, that's not what we need him to do. Um, I think I've said it uh, in the past in another podcast, but I'll say it again. We don't need him to be Pat Mahomes. We don't need him to be Lamont Jackson. We don't need him to be Russell Wilson. Our team is so good and so talented. We, if he's the middle ground, the 15th best QB in the league, that'll be good enough to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Um, it's just that anything below that is not good enough. So I don't think so, but he doesn't need to. Just We've got George Kittle. you know, We've got Brandon Ayuk. We've got Mostown. We've got... Debo Samuel and Carl Juszczyk. We've got, you know, Trent Williams, which is one of the best tackle in the league still, even though he's not playing well at all. Um, I, I don't think so, but I don't think he needs it either. I think he just needs to be clean. Um, just like golf, uh, this is the perfect, um, you know, the perfect uh, head-to-head, really. They're basically the same. They're like what they call system QBs, which I don't I don't really like the name because every QB is a, is a system QB. Um, but, you know, it's just you ask him to do something, he just needs to do it. There's no need for extending plays and throwing without looking or making plays so that uh, you can't believe your house like Mahomes or Wilson do, because that's not how that's not what we're about. We're about establishing the run, playing hard and, and you know, winning up front with, with the guy we've got. I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt for sure, but I don't think we need it. To, we need him to do that at all. I was just about to say, Lee, I think jumping off the Garoppolo bandwagon so soon, it's a dicey call. Like, Nadji's being consistent with that opinion, and I agree. We don't need him to be a superstar. I mean, it's ironic. A year ago, the Rams were sat where we are, three and two. And Goff had as many touchdown passes for interceptions. Last week, Jimmy wasn't fully fit. But it wasn't that he was a sitting duck in the pocket. He's just like what Nadji said. What we need Jimmy to do is get the ball out quickly. That's his trademark. Quick passes on the money, preferably to George Kittle. Not a bad call. Yeah. Establish the run game. Build on that. Bob's your uncle, so to speak. So I totally yeah. agree with Nadji. I mean, it's been well commented that I'm a Jimmy G super fan. To be honest, I love the 49ers. When I first got into the game, Kaepernick was our quarterback. I stood behind him when everyone was critiquing him. Then we went down the higher, the gabbit. Again, Jimmy <laughs> came in. You know, and remember when you were there, Lee, in San Francisco, when we got beat by the Seahawks, but he threw that touchdown pass. And then he, we want the Jimmy that we had in those five games. And obviously, he went down with the ACL. And then obviously, he's had the high ankle sprain. But I think sometimes, as UK fans, we're spoilt by Red Zone. We're spoilt by the highlight show. You know, of course, it's great when you see Josh Allen running around. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, when the play breaks down. But I bet most coordinators are like, that's not a good example of how a player should run because actually if the player breaks down, something's gone wrong. And Mahomes is human. I remember they got beat last week. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, they did. (laughs) I think think the best, you know, the best comparison actually is is golf. One one is golf, but the other one is Tannehill. If you ask anybody in the league right now what they think about Ryan Tannehill, they'll tell you that he's an amazing QB and then is super accurate and he's making them win. But it's not true. He's feeding off the play action and he's just not making any mistakes, which we need Garoppolo to be as good as Tannehill, which I've seen him play in Miami quite some time. You know, he's, he, you know, he's, he's never going to win a game by himself. But like, that's just what we need him to do. And if he can have flashes of brilliance on top of that, 
um, we'll all be happy and we know we can do it. He's done it a few times. We just, it just needs to erase his inconsistency and throwing, you know, throwing pigs like this. Like, it's not the fact that he throws pigs, it's the way he throws him. We've talked, it was the same last year. Um, I went back and look and uh, because we're all feeling bad about this loss today, but I can guarantee you last year against the Steelers, if they have been Roethlisberger and not average Joe back there, we lose that game because we played horrible in that game and we just got lucky that they had a worse player than we did. So if you can erase that kind of game where you throws a weird pick just before the half, which costs us points and momentum, then we'll be fine. We'll be golden. Okay, so I mean, one of the keys to making sure that Jimmy has a good game is obviously protecting him. And as Connor mentioned before, we, we need to double up on Aaron Donald because he is a huge threat. Is this game set up for a lot of two tight end sets? And will that second tight end be Charlie Warner, who we took during the draft purely because, because of his blocking ability? Well, I'll, I'll touch on it quickly. I think putting a rookie against Aaron Donald might not be a good idea. But, um, yeah, we haven't seen much too tight and say. I think it's because we're missing Jordan Reed and, you know, we don't have Selec anymore. And Dwelly's not playing really well. One of the sacks that Jimmy took last year and uh, last last week and a big hit was because of his blown, uh, uh, block. So uh, I don't think so, just because we don't have the time. Um, we need we need George to catch a ball, just not block all the time, unfortunately. Although if he blocks and we run for 500 yards, I'll take it. So the whole idea with having Ch- Charlie Werner on there as the second tight end is, is not to block Aaron Donald by himself, but to help out Lake and Tomlinson and Ben Garland. I see. Yeah, yeah, that that could work. Double teaming and having an extra alignment, uh, essentially. But in that case, just put an extra alignment in there if, if that's what you're going to go for. <laughs> yeah. Connor, thoughts? Yeah, because yeah, um, um, so yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't put him again. Um, I wouldn't put any rookie of guard of position against against um against um um and on. He, 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 even if you got someone someone as experienced as like Thomason um, um, uh, with him, um, and Donald is the G's, is going to work on that weakness. Um, with fact, if you've got two players linked together, you uh, you will go for the weakest link out of the two, and and that will that will that will ninety nine percent of the time be the rookie. So, um, if you were to use 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 another tight end to block. I would, I would prefer Kittle um, because he's a lot tougher. He's a lot, he's a lot meaner, I think. Um, but again, as we, as we've all agreed, we need Kittle to 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 see balls, see throws, and does and do and do what does best, which is gain yards, bully defenders uh, with hands off, uh, getting first downs, um, getting yardage um, as a tackling. Um, but I do agree with Nigel where if, I, if we are going to do a two-on-one just to either stop Aaron Donald from getting, getting any, anywhere near Jimmy, um, Garoppolo um, or to set up a running, set up a running game, um, put in, put in a, a, a linebacker um, in, in, in the middle. Uh, so you've got two tight ends um, uh, um, in your arsenal. Um, but... Quickly going off what you're saying about um, Goff and where, where, um, uh, where Paul said where Rams were where we are this and last year. 
where the year before they went to the Super Bowl, lost lost against the, um, the, uh, the Patriots. Next year after, exactly where we were. The one thing I do like about um, Goff, and and he does this without even doing a timeout, where if he sees something he doesn't like, he'll 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 switch a play uh, um, during that um, uh, forty seconds, and the times he's done it, he's got a play out of it. Where I, where I think with Jimmy G and, and Shanahan, they're too safe to change calls without calling timeout. Um, if if I'm trying to, if, I, if I'm saying it properly, um, to where to where if the play isn't working, uh, Jimmy G will do will do throw a ball, and as as you said, we need that Jimmy back to where to, to where he won't hold the ball too long. He'll he, uh, uh, he'll throw it. Uh, through a, 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 a through the um, eye of the needle, and we see him done it in the last five weeks. Um, he's done it with Ayuk. He's 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 done it against um, Kittle. So we just need that attitude back um, of of Jimmy uh, this week, because 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 before all the injuries, I'll I'll say this from uh, from from preseason. The Rams on paper was going to be our only major game um, at this side of the season. Yeah. Um, and the way things are going, I know injuries. Some some may say is an excuse, but but the injuries aren't going to help that. So we need that offensive line, and we need that attitude back from Jimmy. That's true. Yeah, I mean to be to be fair. This isn't my words. I heard Sean McVeigh, of all people, he had a great quote about pass protection on Wednesday, and he said it's the responsibility of all 11. You've got to get the quarterback getting the ball out on time, guys separating, the linemen being able to make their call, and the backs on the blocks. And I know it sounds daft, and Nadji's the great one at saying this, and I've, and I've listened to him quite a lot over the time I've got to know him. Get back to the basics. Play the game. I think last year with the 49ers, by this time last year, we were still the underdogs and none of mm-hmm. us expected apart from Brian Davis that we were going to go on the run and we came into each week and it got better and it got better and it got better. Yeah. Admittedly, this season was the first season I was like, boom, we're going back to the Super Bowl. I was hyped for this season. Now, I'm back where I said a couple of weeks ago, I'm entering this Sunday with no expectations. I just want to see us do the basics, you know, win early on first downs. If we're going into third and seven all game like we were last week of course the, no we're going to go to Kittle you know Mostar yeah. last week was <laughs> the game was there for him to take it by the scruff of the neck and I think Shanahan's come out afterwards and yeah, said a good game as well. getting the ball into his hands yeah wasn't he the top rated running back on is it PFS he was, he was yeah. Yeah, he yeah, is. yeah he is he still is he's the only running back that has a hundred plus scrimmage game in all of the games he plays and granted he's only played two games but um yeah, no, I've, I completely agree with you. I think this game is, I mean, it's almost do or die because we lose this one. We're basically six, well, sorry, four games behind Seattle. We have uh, four games behind the Rams and a couple of games behind. It, it, we're not going to make it out this NFC West. It's too rough. It's too tough. Although the season's long and anything can happen. I think, you know, the injuries are piling up everywhere. I think, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't wish it, obviously. I'm just, you know, putting ifs at there. But if the Seahawks lose Wilson, I, I don't think they'll, they'll be able to recover from that, um, you know, uh, the way Dallas might be able to with, with Andy Dalton. But, it, you know, it's just, um, yeah, I think I, 
all I want from this game, and I'm going to echo you, I just I just want us to pull a fight. The the game against Miami was a disgrace. We just gave up way before halftime. It mm. was just, and, and, you know, Fred Warner said it. It was just a perfect storm. I think Richard Sherman said it as well on, on, on the new podcast he's on. He said it was a perfect storm that everything went right for them. Everything went wrong for us. And it just happens in sports sometimes. You just, you know, uh, you just can try whatever and it won't work. And you'll you'll have 20 shots and they'll all hit the post or, or, you know, all three posts and come out. And then somebody just score a a header at the 95th minute and you lose the game. You know, it's just sometimes that's just the way it is. Um, I just hope we can put it behind us, uh, erase it and and just put up a fight. If we lose and we've played a good game, I I don't mind. You know, it's, it's the NFL, it's tough. But we can't... Yeah, sorry, Nadja. Lee said something no, in the game day thread last week, which is echoing the same thoughts as you. We're very fortunate to have 49er football. We're very yeah. fortunate that we can, especially in the current climate, 2020. And I think some are probably guilty of taking it for granted. I've got my Monday morning booked off work. I'll be there, like you said, win, lose or draw. And me and Lee have a private in-joke. One of my early memories as a 49er fan was when we played them on a Thursday night when we had Hoyer, God bless him, at quarterback. And I got the time wrong and Lee texted me, you need to be up. And I remember waking up Thursday night game. It was one, the beat was 43, 41 or something. And Hoyer threw a pick six in the first seven seconds. Yeah. And one of my good friends yeah. is a Rams fan <laughs> and he sent me a message. And you know, you yeah. think, you sat there and I watched it all the way through. I go to work the next day and people are like, you're mental. Why are you staying up till five o'clock in the morning watching your team get beat? And I'm like, that's what the faithful do. I'm going to yeah. stand by my team. Like you said, just want a bit of fight. I don't know how you guys think about that. Well, yeah, the, no. I'll go on, Lee. Go on. I was, I was about to say that there's an interesting stat for Monday that that bodes well for us. Well, at least I think it bodes well for us. Jimmy Grobelow is actually 6-1 and one in primetime yeah. games, the highest win percentage by any quarterback with five-plus games since 2016. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, That's very so good. He, he does step up in prime time. He does. Plays well. Um, and the only one who lost was that uh, horrible overtime in against Seattle at home last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Where uh, we didn't have a kicker and it botched it. We could have won it. I mean, it was very much a 50-50 game. So, yeah, that bodes well. Bodes well. I do want to talk about our defense because, um, I mean, we get Mosley back. We get Spoons back. Um, Verrett has been playing well. Still no Sherman. I think he's uh, suffered a bit of a setback, which is a bit of a shame, really. Um, but we lost Quan. We cannot catch a break this year, and I think I think that's the theme really this year. But yeah, we've lost game bad, but the amount of luck that we had is just unbelievable. Um, and I've talked about it a couple of times. You just have to look at. All of the fumbles that we created, we've we've not recovered a single one. And I think we've created six or seven. So that just tells you how much luck we're having this year, just on the field and obviously with the injuries and never mind never mind the injuries. But boy do we miss Bosa, don't we? Oh, well, yeah. Bosa and our top three corners, you know. <laughs> and, and and yeah, and, and that's the thing, like, um I think I think I think I speak I think I speak for every Niners fan when when Bosa hit the floor, we all um literally our hearts just dropped. It was like like oh no, please be please be, please oh, yeah. be a sprain, please be a sprain. 
but yeah. I knew from experience because uh, because I've done my ACL in, I knew if, I knew exactly mm-hmm. as soon as he hit the floor, it was like, yeah, that's ACL. Yeah, he's gone for the season. He's gone. And it and it and it was heartbreaking. Um, only because only because um, I, I know exactly what it was like. Um, and not playing rugby for eighteen months killed me. Um, and yeah. and then when Thomas went down with the exact same exact same injury, it was like it, it was it was like right, everything comes in three. Who else is getting injured? Um, but. What I, what I find interesting is, um, sorry to cut you, is Ch- Chandler Jones got injured last week, and That's I've right. read everywhere on on the NFL.com that the Cardinals are now not going to make the playoffs, and every time every game they touted that are either a closer or now a loss because they lost Chandler Jones. When Bosa went down, I didn't hear any other uh, about us. Like nobody said, "Oh, the Niners are in trouble," um, which is really really interesting to me because. I think we didn't talk about it much on a podcast either because I think to us it's super obvious. But I think I want to re- we need to remind everybody how how big of a player it is. It is almost like if you know the Rams lose Donald, it, losing Bosa was that bad for us. And and obviously with having Buckner to you know to take the load off all the other players and Hyder's played well and Kinlo is ramping up and. And I'm not. I'm not saying our D line is not playing well. I think they could play better, but then they, they haven't played the same level at all. And I think it. I think this was a bit harder on our secondary as well. Um, but I. I have a big problem with our secondary, and that's Jimmy Ward. <laughs> so, um, what do yeah. you think, Lee? Do you think he's uh, he's going to step up eventually, or is he just going to enjoy his money and and go away next year? So here's this we talking about. <laughs> Not <his> Jimmy Ward. <laughs> um, Jimmy Ward. Okay, sorry, I was checking Twitter to see if there was any updates. Jimmy Ward. So th- this is what we, this is what I mentioned uh, three, four podcasts ago, and I said, do we think he's earned that big contract that he got? Because his player has significantly fallen off a cliff <laughs> since he's getting getting that new contract. Last year he played absolutely excellent, and we all praised him, and he was a really good player. And I do blame I Gareth Ellis <laughs> for the uh, downturn in his um, performance this year because he said he was the most underrated player last season. But he yeah, did, yeah. <laughs> he, he hasn't quite he hasn't done it for me this season. And the annoying thing is, Jonathan uh, Cipriani, uh, Cyprian, 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 yeah, yeah. He's on our practice squad, mm-hmm. and he's got to be able to challenge him. He's got to be able to challenge uh, Jimmy Ward. I, I don't know what it is about Jimmy Ward. Is it the contract? Does he now feel comfortable? He, he's not given 110%. It's hard to say. His, his stats might be garbage because, basically, he's not being put in a uh, position where he can actually make a play. But I don't think it is that. Last year, he was noticeable on the field. He, he was making yeah. big plays. And this season he's not. He's almost absent completely. So I don't think he's done very well at the moment. He may pick it up. They may all pick it up after last week's um, defeat. And it goes to, back to something that um, Joe Staley said to George Kittle this week. You need to make people feel accountable for the performance. Yeah. yeah. If they're not Absolutely. putting in the performance, you need to tell them, regardless of who it is. Which kind of made us think: Is he talking about uh, Trent Williams? Yeah, I was going to ask about. I was going to ask about Trent Williams. Actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, it was well documented. He'd have a great game last week, but 
Do we think it's a bit of rust? Do we think the year out has has caught up, or do you think it's just it's going to get better? I'm I'm a fan. Um, I, mean, I think be down on the guy if you pay attention to one rep or one game. Um, I, I think it's just I, chemistry with the other players on the offensive uh, line. Yeah, I think that's all it is. I agree. I don't I don't think it's on him. I think he's he's doing as well as any other on on the line. I think it's a it's an all line issue, not not a personal issue. Yeah. Uh, people have singled out Maglinchy as well, and I, f- I don't think, I don't think it's his fault. I'm, I'm going to put the blame on Ben Garland. Just, and it's not really a blame. I think he's just, he's kind of a, a rookie, right, in, in playing center. Um, you know, as a, as a starter, it's his first year starting. Missed a couple of games as well, so I'm going to put it on him. I think maybe he's not, he's not quite ready to be, to be a, a starting center in the NFL. It's, it's a very, very difficult job. So the good news there is um, Western Richburg is eligible to come off um, pop next week. Of pop, okay. And, um, yeah, and so I mean, is Ronald Blair the third, and so is um, uh, the other D lineman. Who else is on there? Julian Taylor. Taylor. Julian Taylor. Taylor. Julian Taylor yeah. So we're getting two defensive well, linemen back there, and our starting centre. Our starting centre is going to make a massive difference, I think. Even if he doesn't play straight away because of conditioning and he's probably not game ready for, for quite some time after not being able to do anything, I think having you know a bit of mentoring to Garland is, is going to help. I'm going to say it again because I, I don't know if people know, but the centre is you know the quarterback of the O-line. He's calling the shots. He's got the ball in his hand. It's you know The ball is important in this game. There's only one of them. Um, and you have to, you know, you have to snap it properly and take on blockers and make sure all the gaps are accounted for and communicate who's the mic or or the, or the Sam backer or the wheel backer to to the QB or or the people next to you. So, you know, if if you want to see a, a good center play, watch Jason Kelsey a couple of years ago, and you, you'll hear him. There'll be film out there where you can hear what he says, you know, on the line. It's it's. The amount of affirmation these people rely is is crazy, and and I think it starts there. I'm, I mean, I I'm not an online coach. I don't know what's going on exactly, but it seems it seems it's something like this is happening. Um, I hope we can get it together. And it, <laughs> what better game to you know this Sunday to get our get everything right and stifle Donald and show the show the league that we're not dead, and, you know, and go and win this game. I mean, I'm glad you've mentioned that, Nadji. Sorry, Lee, just before you go on. All I want to say is we're not all-line coaches. We're not professional coaches in the NFL. You know, obviously we would wish. We're supporters. We're fans. Last year, our all-line was immense. It was one of our biggest strengths. This year, it hasn't clicked yet. Like you said, Nadji, what a game for it to click. Mm. Ever the optimist, I know. Obviously, Connor's good mate, Jay Peplo. He would totally be on... We're going to win this game on Sunday if he was here. <laughs> For yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 that's the thing, like, quickly going about, about, about um, um, Garland and, and, then, and then going back to the main threats um, or the defence, which is Donald. Um, again, the optimistic, I would love to see our O-line boss their defence and let no one get past. But the way, the way, the way it's looking... Donald is gonna eat Garland up for breakfast. Um, um, uh, uh, come, uh, 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 come Sunday, um, and and none of us, uh, none of us want to see that. Um, you know, uh, 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 as I said, uh, we're not coaches, we're not professionals. 
um, we are just fans, and we just and we're just seeing what's going on. We don't know, we don't know, we don't know what's going on sideline. We don't know what's going on in the locker room. We don't know what's being said. But the, and, and and as you said, the, the the one game where everything clicks has to be against our against our neighboring rivals, and and if we can click um, in this game and going back what we were all saying, if we put a bit of fight into it and we all and, and every player clicks and things well and we lose, I will go to bed at four o'clock in the morning, happy, and wake up two hours later happy um, um and and yeah and and i think every fan wants that is literally regardless win or lose they want their team in any sport just to show better fight and don't um um i don't give up um after the first quarter yeah i mean yeah. ironically one of their biggest strengths could be a weakness slightly enough donald sometimes can be too quick can create a rushing lane. It happened against the Bills. Mm, that's true. You know, yeah. sometimes he's boom off the ground. I mean, against the Giants. I mean, last week I watched a little bit of the Washington game because I've got a friend who's a Washington fan, and they just couldn't even run the ball. But I mean, the Rams against the Giants. The Rams were giving up six, seven yards per carry. You know, yeah, they are a good team. Donald is a good player. They've bounced back. But I do think this week, where do you think Lee? We should be attacking the Rams. Oh. That's a tough question, you know. It's a tough question. I think I know where I if if it was me if, if, if I was Shanahan, I, I know exactly where I would want where I would want to want to put that O line, uh, 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 the, the, the D line side. I know exactly where 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 I would go. Go on then, share it with us. So going back to my theory on um, on the two on one, so you put Garland with someone else um, to block Donalds. I would definitely go for the for, uh, for the uh, the DL uh, the defensive line tackle and defensive line ends uh, Floyd and Fox because uh, because they are great players, but. But they do, but they do, but but they're not as aggressive as they should be um, for the defensive line. So I would definitely target um, um, at the right side of the defense. And then going back to what I said at the start, they love playing zones. So um, zones. So literally get Mozart literally up that side and um, and block Donald uh, or, or two players. And Mozart will, uh, 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 will literally go for them. Yeah. Do you think this will be a game where we see plenty of misdirection, plenty of motion? I think I think, I think it going... needs to be a game that's like that, and it yeah. needs to be a game like that to establish the run and keep the run working. Because if we can't get the run going, we're not going to win this game. Simple as that. Yeah. We're not going to win yeah. it through the air. We we have to beat them on the ground. I mean, we could win it through the air. We, we have done it in the past. It is possible that we come out on top on a yeah. shooter. It's absolutely a hundred percent. Possible, but their secondary is better than ours. Um, you know, Taylor Rapp is is a good safety, even though he's not playing well uh, so far. But he's a good safety, and you know, I just yeah, I'd, I'd rather win on the ground. Um, you know, like those the, the Vikings and Packers game last year. Just just give me those games any day. Just yeah. molest them. You know, take take the pride away, take their lunch money, and then just go at the half at twenty one and twenty one nothing, and and they haven't touched the ball yet, and then do the same in the second half. That's that's what you got to do to win this kind of game. Um, yeah. 
I think we take the Washington game last year, 9-0, wouldn't we? Robbie Gold no. being the match winner. Yeah, a golden goal. Okay, let, let's move on to predictions. The Rams are three and a half point favourites. It's the first game of the season that we haven't been favourites. The over-under is 51.5 points. So I'm going to go over to Paul first and ask Paul what his prediction is. Well, I did say before the show we're going to win 48-3, which would be an absolute bold prediction, I am aware. (laughs) (laughs) So just in the interest of staying the same and being ever the optimist, I will stick my neck out and say that victory, which I know is highly unlikely, but at least it gives us something to chuckle about on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Connor? Um, I'm not going to be the optimistic. I'm going to be the realist. As much, I would, as much as I would love for us to win and I can shove it down my dad's throat uh, for the next few weeks. Um, but I'm going to go... It's, it's going to be a close game, but I'm going to go 27-24 a Rams win. Oh, interesting! I definitely hope you are wrong. <laughs> no <laughs> offense. <laughs> have we ever had somebody not cutting a Niners win on this podcast? Well, we might have two in a couple of seconds. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what Connor just did. No, I'm I'm kind of with you, Paul. Although I'm not that optimistic, but I I think we've got. I think Kyle has got Sean McVay's number. I think. I think we'll be able to, to put a good game. I think everybody's pride is hurt. Um, and football players with their pride hurt, you know, it's is, is like a lion, isn't it? Um, I, th- I think the Rams haven't played a good team apart from the Bills and they got blown out uh, until until they tried to make a comeback. But, you know, they've played all the NFC East team, um, like probably the worst defences in, in the league. Uh, and, they, but yeah, they won all four, but they haven't played a good team yet. And I think... With us being so hurt emotionally, I think we're going to put a, a good display. Um, I'm say I think it's going to be a close game, but I think it's going to be 35-25 for us. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so based on recent form, I think it's going to be a tough, tough game in which stopping Aaron Donald's got to be key. But overall, I think the Rams are looking very strong this season and will prove to be too much for a misfiring offense and a beat-up defense. However, I also can't help thinking that because it's prime time, we can scrape a win. So, interestingly enough, my initial score prediction was Rams 27-49 as 24, which Mm -hmm. is exactly the same as Connor. However, I did change that. So I'm going for a very close win. Rams 27-49 as 28. So, so, so I'm going to be hating by every fan, by every Niners fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, know, I, I can see where you're coming from, Connor. I mean, to be honest, one thing I wanted to say, I've been impressed this week, is the noise coming out of San Francisco. You know, Kittle's turnouts, it's the best practice we've had. There doesn't appear mm. to have been anyone, you know, was well documented. Alan had a terrible game last week. But there doesn't seem to be throwing anyone under the bus just yet. But I, I know where you're Yeah, Warner was saying that they're not they're not flinching is, is what he's saying. And that's yeah. the attitude. You can't be. It's, it's just one game. It, it's, if anybody's ever played ball, 
you've gone through this. You've played a couple of games where you don't know what happened and you just lost bad and you're just not you're not quite sure why. And that's what just happened. Because the Eagles games, we all know what happened. We played really well in that game and, and we got sabotaged by Nick Mullins. Um, but last week was just one of those. We played that game 10 times. I'm sure we win it eight times out of 10. You know, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. Again, the, Falcon, the Falcons last year, wasn't it? We, none yeah, of us exactly. saw the Falcons beating us, so maybe we've got our bad performance out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And as again, like, 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 I would love to see the see Niners win. And based off late supports and whatever, um, uh, we uh, we do have a good chance of giving 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 them a fight. But I think with 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 the injuries, um. Um, and and that's always always be a big part. For some players, last week might dawn them a bit bit too much. Um, but as but as Nadia was uh, was saying about um, about um, playing a game of um, of um, a misdirection. Um, if we can do if we can do that and Shanahan uh, dials in the numbers. Then, then it will be a it be a Niners win, and if that doesn't work, we need to go at the basics. We can keep throwing uh, a fancy place um, and hoping that um, um, a Kittle, whoever can do a play. But regardless of the Rams winning by three points, it will be it will be a three point. Um, uh, win either side. It's good. It's it's going to be a tough game, I think, on both sides. Well, yeah, definitely. Okay, thanks, guys. Hopefully, we'll see a marked improvement on Monday. Thank you for joining <laughs> the short night, Connor. I hope you've enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, thank you much again for asking me to come along. No problem. No problem at all. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. We'll be back on Tuesday with the review show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until Tuesday, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Francisco 49 is deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark Garrison Hurst, stiff arm going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest owner of all time Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick We're all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget